welcome to episode 108 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how are you doing tonight i'm doing all right i still have all my fingernails i played i got i went 2-1 and still got first place in magic because there was only four of us oh gosh and all in all it's a, it's an okay day we're solid that's sweet what format did you play standard oh okay How's the standard shaping up to be? I suppose we don't know yet because we've had like a, a jank event. <laughs> yeah, we've had one actual event, which was won by Mono Red. Shocker, the first actual Magic tournament of the new set is won by the hyper-aggressive deck. Which, uh, it, interestingly enough, the new Chandra saw play as a four of in the deck, which is sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Finally, Chandra gets her day. Yeah. Shocking, Chandra's good. Chandra was misevaluated. Who would have thought? <laughs> but like, I personally like the first FNM of the new standard. I played a updated Esper mid range deck. Uh, went three oh six oh. Oh okay. Uh, then yesterday and today I played uh, Ral Zarek combo, like a really streamlined version that was only is it. And I went one and two, and my opponent left before round four started, so I technically won that, but I don't count it as winning. And then today I went two and one with it. Okay. So I think... I don't actually think the deck's that good. Which, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, is it more cute than good? I think it is. So here's the thing, right? Like, I legit combo killed like my round one opponent last night on turn five and turn six just dead immediately like there's nothing they could do about it and most of the other games i won i won because i just straight up burned my opponent out because like that's actually the thing i really like about the deck is it's basically a counter burn deck which is like something i've always i've enjoyed playing but it's something that's very rarely actually good yeah so, like, I like that I just have that option where, like, today I literally uh, lightning strike targeting you, expansion lightning strike targeting you, expansion lightning strike targeting you. Just nine to my opponent out of nowhere. Just and it, it. it's really sweet to do stuff like that, but the problem with decks like that is, like, if you don't draw exactly what you need at the exactly the right time, you're literally doing nothing. Yeah, you're just kind of, you just you have a lot of air in the deck like it's just a lot of fluff that doesn't do anything unless there's other stuff happening yeah and like it's cute that like multiple times you know multiple games that i've lost like i had a situation where like if i top deck exactly what i need i win Mm -hmm. like at one point i literally went through 10 cards in a single turn just looking for a shock or a lightning strike and i missed (laughs) that (laughs) i'm I'm guessing you play a, a couple of those in the deck Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> there were five <laughs> hits in the deck that killed my opponent on the spot. And this was on like turn 10. So I was already deep into my deck and I just couldn't hit them. Uh, I was unamused. And so <laughs> then I, lo- I lost to my opponent as a result of that. Because uh, Carnage Tyrant is a magic card. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is unplayable garbage, but people play it. And you can still lose to it. Here's the thing unplayable garbage is really good against the blue red control deck. Yeah. Shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> but yeah, it's like like I feel there's I've had too many instances with the deck already where it's like I'm a top deck away from winning the game, but I don't get there, and I feel like that's just kind of a story of the deck. Yeah, 
You so. either have to like just be okay with that, or yeah, just yeah, and walk on by. If I'm honest, I'm not. <laughs> hey, it's better to be honest. Yeah. So, and then I actually have a third standard deck built that I've only played in play testing. I haven't actually played in any tournament with it yet, but it's uh. It's more of an experiment to see how good certain cards are, and it's just straight black-green mid-range. Oh, interesting. And the point of that deck is more to just like try out the new cards and see how I feel about them. Hmm. And I went off with a Bolas of Citadel. Like, so is the, that card good? If you build your deck around it, yes. <laughs> In the space of one turn, I cast... 11 creatures hmm. because of Bolas of Citadel. Hmm. Acceptable. Yeah, it was solid. So that, like, is it just like a black-green, like, Wild Growth Walker deck or something? Or? That's pretty much it. I run, so I run the four Wild Growth Walker, the four Branch Walker, the four Jade Light, and I run two Seeker Squire just because, like, being black-green means that I don't get to play better blue cards to make up for it, so I have to play some kind of not good cards. Yeah. Um, Blast Zone is great in the deck i have i run it as a one of and that card is just good every time i played it it's been solid huh uh, it helps that the deck just makes a lot of mana like it's really hard to miss your land drops plus lanowar elves so you're just like eh blast zone on one end of your turn tick it up to four blow it up <laughs> or tick it up to four untap blow it up yeah like that's just good the deck's also trying out Storev, who I have yet to actually connect with with a creature in my graveyard because I've just been murdering my opponents. <laughs> uh, Liliana, which I've never cast, but she probably is. Let's I, be real. Liliana is amazing. I can't imagine that card is bad. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I have a pretty good imagination, too. I'm pretty sure that's the only things that I've been trying out. I still want to try out a... Uh the air quotes heroic deck but i have played I have... that on arena and that deck is that deck can just kind of win out of nowhere yeah like there's been multiple times playing that deck when i was trying it out where i was certain that i was going to die and then i i'm able to just stall long enough until i get to a point where it's like all right you're dead it's just it's like boom I, I should not have won this game but i did yeah, I have it like half built on Arena. I also but... keep forgetting that Hero of Precinct 10 has haste. Or whatever oh, yeah, her name is. Yeah, yeah, I always forget that. Because what normally happens is I don't have her in play, so I'm attacking with something else and I want to represent my bajillion combat tricks. Yeah. And then I play her post-combat, so I never actually like attack with her with haste unless she's just like my turn to play with nothing else, right? Yeah. Like that... Uh... God, I, I I wish Battleize Hotplate was that card. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh also, gosh. also, I do really like how that deck it takes very very good advantage of the card Reckless Rage, which is a ridiculously powerful card that has never seen play. What is that one again? It is one red instant deals four damage to target creature you don't control and two damage to target creature you do control. Oh yeah, okay. So it's a wombo combo with feather. <laughs> It's really good with Hero of Precinct because, 10. Yep. Because Heroic Trigger. Yep, so you can blow up their creature and then Heroic Trigger and attack. Okay. 
and it's just solidly good with Dread Horde Arcanist. Okay, yeah. Like, I'll be honest, like, if you told me that before you played it and stuff like that, I'd be like, that sounds more cute than good, but... Yeah. You sh- but, like, you you should try actually playing that and realize that it's more than just cute. It's, like, it is a legit one-mana flame slash at instant speed, which is insane. And if you ever buy it back with Feather, also ridiculous. <laughs> just flame slashing your opponents away. Also, I've actually used it to just kill my opponent out of nowhere, where I they were at four life, and the Eldest Reborn to back my Feather, and all I had in place was a Hunted Witness, and like they tapped out and like attacked me, but they left her back to block because they were at four. So end of their turn, I Reckless Raged uh, the Hunted Witness and my Feather that they took from me. Uh-huh. Killed both, got my 1-1 token, untapped, drew a Lightning Strike, and swung for lethal. <laughs> just Ugh. boom headshot out of nowhere <laughs> i'm awesome 360 no scope <laughs> <laughs> like you can do some dirty things with that deck and it's legit ridiculous and reckless rage is legit ridiculous in that deck sweet well we'll have to try that out but yeah. we we've already talked about standard for 10 minutes longer than i'm uh than expected but <laughs> So, um, we got a bunch of random stuff we're going to talk about today. So, let's some uh, let's get down to it. But all right, all right. So, John, yes. Do we want to talk about this? Probably. Do you? We probably we probably should. Yeah. This feels weird, but I think yeah. we should just do it. So, all right. Why don't, why don't you throw this one up? Alright, so at the last Mythic Championship, something incredibly surprising happened. And that is Yuya Watanabe, who is one of the most respected Japanese pros of all time. Mm-hmm. Considered in like the top 10 magic players of all time. Yes. Uh, 2016 Hall of Fame inductee got disqualified from marked sleeves yep and if you go out there you can look for them you can find the actual like pictures of the sleeves that was his team that posted those right like yeah they are very clearly marked and there's there's, there i mean regardless of how you know i think i said before anything else came out as like regardless of how this happened i'm like the judge call was correct yes like like Everything that led up to that was correct. Mm-hmm. Like, and Yuya originally... And props to his team for being so open about everything, too. Like, Yes, his team has literally said everything. Yep. Yuya had made a p- comment post saying that he doesn't know how the sleeves got marked in the first place. Mm-hmm. And then he later made a post saying that, you know, he's sorry for anyone, any of his fans who he has disappointed, which... Some people are taking it as, as an admission of guilt. I don't know if it necessarily is. His team is very, very adamant that they don't think he did it. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, Yuya is one of those people that up until this point has an absolutely pristine record. Yeah. No one. There's never been any talks about like anyone, oh, obvi- about him like ever doing anything shady. And of course, at this point, 
now that something has come out with it, suddenly you have people coming out of the woodwork saying about how, like, you know, 15 years ago at a Grand Prix, he, like, stole their Snickers or something stupid, right? Like, because obviously, mean, yeah. that's what always happens whenever something major happens, is suddenly people come out of the woodwork saying, like, well, I, this happened to me way back when, which mm-hmm. I have always thought anyone who does that is bullshit. <laughs> If you're not willing to speak up about it before they get something happens to them, why are you doing it now? Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it's super, super weird that he would have done this, but the evidence is kind of irrefutable. Yeah. Like, like the only alter, the only other way this could have happened is someone else sabotaged him, mm -hmm. which would make no sense whatsoever i mean because these are the judges of the pro tour yeah like right wait if so, they yeah, that's just not like like it's not a likely solution <laughs> yeah like you cannot reasonably call that you cannot call like put them under fire for potentially sabotaging him because these are literally the judges at the highest tier of competition that we have if we can't trust them we can't trust anybody well yeah, whatever okay i don't know it's <laughs> weird i don't know the whole thing's weird i still don't know if i believe it but at the same time i don't know like i'm never gonna pipe in about it right like you know shit happens except, except now but yeah. <laughs> actually we're not even talking about that with this so continue no. yeah so like i don't know he also it's super super like the punishment for this is like also yeah insane this is more of what we're, we're we're surprised about yeah so he got a 30 month suspension which is kind of like okay yeah it's two like and a half get, years it's like all right like this is pretty serious you know yeah all right he, he got removed from the magic pro league okay it makes sense you know if you're yeah. gone for two and a half years yeah kind of hard to be in the magic pro league yep and he got his Hall of Fame induction revoked. That's the one that's surprising. <laughs> that is unprecedented. Yeah, as far as I know. The only one who is close is, I don't remember his name, but he's another Japanese um, uh, magic player who got, he won his votes to get in. And but before the induction ceremony happened, he got suspended for slow play, and as a result, no longer was awarded his induction into the Hall of Fame. Hmm. Which is like at the time, it's like okay, yeah, it's like everything about this, like that is that is a big thing to just take someone out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's huge. But if you think about it, it makes sense, right? Because like. Magic is becoming the biggest it has ever been. Yeah. Like, they're trying to become a very big, you know, like, the Magic Pro League is trying to become this really, really big esports. Mm -hmm. And the problem with being a really big esport is you can't be wishy-washy about your punishments for people. Yep. Like, you need to hit hard and fast, and you need people to realize that there are consequences for their actions. Mm -hmm. Boy, howdy, is this a consequence for their actions. Yeah, that is. Like, like... And maybe it's just with, with that, like, there's disagreement about what the Hall of Fame should be, so, like... Yeah. It's like, uh, there's... Everything about this Yuya thing has just been, like, damn. 
damn. Yeah, it's just it's it's such a weird situation that like it's not even like being like mad or upset. It's more like looking at it and going, "What?" Yeah, it's like you don't know what to think. It's like, yeah, exactly. I'm not I'm not emotional about this topic, but I, yeah. you know, I would be lying if I had said that I haven't just sat there thinking about it a lot. Yeah, it's just kind of like you're just kind of like, what the? You don't quite know what to think. Like it's just really weird. Yeah, like but... Everything about this is just like, huh? <laughs> and then people are like trying to imply that there's like some connection between what's going on with Yuya and what's going on with Owen, to where like they've both been having their own things going on lately. And like, no, there's still nothing to be known about Owen except it's something like to do with legal stuff. Yeah, like actual breaking of laws. Yeah, that one. That you know, we'll have to let that dog lie till something happens, I guess. But yeah, but, but there's nothing to say about it because no one has said anything about it. Yeah. So, so, and I'm not gonna go searching for God knows what, you know, <laughs> records to find out. <laughs> Dig around on the internet, but yeah. so yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that's a thing. Yeah. Cheating is bad. Don't do it. Yep. Please. I always, I always feel horrible when I accidentally do something and then <laughs> it doesn't get noticed and stuff like that. Yeah. Like like uh, you don't want to win that way. No. You know. Of course now it's gotten like, you know, everyone's like paranoid about like their sleeves now and shit and <laughs> Well, something happened, so everybody's freaking out. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah. So, but that's just that's human nature. People just knee jerk on everything. So. Yeah. But, you know. So. That's it for that depressing topic. <laughs> okay. So, all right. We had a few other things to talk about. We do. Uh, changes happening to the Wizards Play Network for Magic Twenty. Which is the core set coming out after War of the Spark. Major yep. changes, in fact. Very, very, very major and really awesome changes. So right. serve it up. Alright. So for these changes isn't awesome, by the way. <laughs> for those who don't know, midnight pre-releases are terrible. No one enjoys them. And they're bad for business. Because this is what happens with midnight pre-releases, is they may, they make it so people don't show up to FNM. Yep. Because people either, like, they don't want to play a lame duck format that's effectively dead, or yep. they want to take a nap before doing a midnight pre-release. Yep. Both of which are, which are perfectly legit and understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wizards has decided that from now on, the pre-release, the first one possible, can be at 3 p.m., that Friday. Dun, dun, dun. Which means that you can have a pre-release FNM. You know what sounds amazing? A pre-release uh, FNM. That sounds pretty solid. Yeah. Like, I am all for this. This is basically this is completely getting rid of them. At least at our store, this is going to be get, like they are no longer doing midnight pre-releases there's just no reason for it now yeah right because like now this way their employees are actually going to get a full night's sleep between the you know the first yeah. pre-release and the, the, the first one on saturday 
Yeah, like, I'm sure some of is, them are quite happy about that. Yeah, that is a godsend in and of itself. Yeah. Like, this is actually going to incentivize me to actually play in all five pre-releases again. Because yeah. here's the thing, I'm never doing a midnight pre-release because I'm never going to be up for 28 hours. Because I won't wake up Saturday. I will sleep all the way through to Sunday. Yeah, right. But you know, suddenly, like, this is incentivizing me to, like, do the Friday and then do the two on Saturday and then do the two on Sunday because why not? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's I'm already always on the fence about doing the second one on Sunday. I usually don't because I want to be a responsible adult and, like, go home and go to bed. But I'm much more incentivized to do it if there's a tangible reward I can get for it, in which case is... Uh, Anyone who does the dungeon crawl at our store, if you'd play in all five pre-releases and stay till the end of the fifth, you'd enter it in a drawing to win a box of the new set. Which is sweet. Which is sweet. That's awesome. I don't know about you. I like getting boxes, whether I I buy them or win them. (laughs) I like it when you get boxes. (laughs) (laughs) So this is awesome. There I literally see no possible downside for this at all. Unless someone is like, man, I really loved playing that last Friday of the standard format before a new set came out. Like, there probably is a downside of some sort, but it's so minimal that we don't care. Yeah, I haven't thought of one yet. Obviously, if I don't think of it, it's not real. (laughs) Because this world is my simulation, and no one else exists but me. Okay. Continue, Narcissus. (laughs) Said it's my simulation. (laughs) I was floating in a vat somewhere. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Let's get existential up in this shit. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I think I agree with you where that's basically 100 million trillion percent pure upside. Like, you know, I, I probably won't play in that one. I probably will continue to play in the ones that I have been playing in, but it's nice to have another option because basically the midnight one was just not an option for me at all. Yeah, and like that—that that is a big thing for you because, like, you know, you do occasionally you can't do something on the weekend because something came up, you know, some yeah. family or whatever. That like sometimes you do get to play FNMs. Yeah, and like being able to do an FNM pre-release would probably be pretty sweet for you. Yeah, I mean, if it works out, it works out. You know. Yeah. So, like I said, more options, more reasonable options for people is just nice. So. Yeah. I'm super stoked for this, and yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, yeah, knock that one knock that one off the list. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up for WPN changes is something that's super interesting. Is during, oh, what do they call it? Like Magic Day or whatever? I don't know. It, it's coinciding... <laughs> With the release of the newest Commander product. And as a result of that, they're going to actually have a Commander Day event. Which Watsi is going to actually come out with like their own like variants on the formats and like an achievement list for. And you can actually win uh, promo packs for it, which we might re-go over later. Yeah, yeah, we might have to talk about that again just because yeah. that's still interesting. But I mean, this this sounds like my kind of hell. But like, 
you know, I you know. I think it. In all reality, if I'm not being a duber like I normally am, like this is just upside for pe- for people, you know. Yeah, like, I'm having an event like this. Like, com- like as much as I want to thrash about and be like a goddamn commander, like commander is popular. People like playing it, and they should be doing events for it. Yeah. And like that is just that is something that we don't really get. Where stores are allowed to have a commander night and stuff like that, mm-hmm. our store does do that. Yeah. But we've never had like a commander pre-release event or anything yeah. along those lines because mm-hmm. it's just difficult to do things like that. And it's really sweet that they actually are doing something like that. I hope that the commander players at our store don't just ruin everything like terrible people like they do with literally everything else. <laughs> <laughs> that probably came out a little more vicious than I meant it to be. That's but not true. I, I not, meant it to be that vicious. It's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we did literally did a whole podcast on this. If you want to know how we feel about Commander, go listen to that. Yeah. Uh, but like this is something that's super sweet because I I really enjoy the Commander products that come out. I really <laughs> enjoy playing Commander with like minded people. Yes. I don't know if there's going to be like-minded people at this, but there might be. Maybe I can convince some of my friends who don't play Commander to do Commander for this thing, because who knows what the, who knows what it's going to be, right? Yeah. You know, so the the potential for this to be really, really beneficial is high. Yeah. The potential for people to completely ruin this is also high. <laughs> yes. But you never know till you try. Uh, and I. Wizards is really good about that. You never know till you try. Yeah. Like, it, like to be fair to them, they try a lot of stuff. They do a lot of things that don't work either. Yeah. <laughs> but at least, at least they're trying it and going, well, that didn't work. Let's, you know, go back to the drawing board and, or scrap, like scrap this completely or go back to the drawing board and figure out what didn't work. You know, at, they're really good about that. So I'm glad they're trying it at least to see what happens. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see how it is structured and how it's how it works because as i've said like commander like takes the 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 let's play magic problem that magic has as a whole and just magnifies it in its own little format it does yes like it's so if if that problem is still hanging around it's going to be tough but like like, it's one of those things. It's like, yeah, like I was literally just saying to you, it's like, I want to, like, gosh, I want to get together and play my janky ass commander deck. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look, that's always just been the problem with commander, though, is yeah. commander is literally casual magic dialed up to a thousand. Yes. Because it is a sanctioned format that our people are promoted to, or people are meant to promote and get people in their store to play. Yep. Here's the thing, though. Playing kitchen table magic with your friends and going over to some random coworker you just met's house to also play kitchen table magic is not going to be the same format. I can 100% agree to that. <laughs> and that's what Commander is. Yes, it is. Like, it is my casual format of choice. Mm-hmm. I agree. But there's it, innate problems with it. The, it yeah, it's just. It, it's one of those things that means so many different pro- different things to different people. If you want more about that, go listen to our entire episode on it. It was like, we oh. just recently did it. Speaking of which, actually, did you hear that Commander has, inst- like the actual Commander Rules Committee has inst- 
in instated there we go words are hard sometimes hi i speak english as a primary language english sucks as a primary as any language actually okay continuing on did you hear that the commander rules committee actually issued a rule zero <laughs> what's that and is that like uh everybody needs to have fun sort of thing or something well so what it basically amounts to is rule zero is everything that they've already been saying just haven't actually said but they had to put it as a or they haven't actually put it as a rule but they had to put it as a rule because otherwise people are dicks oh you noticed yeah it the the rule is literally that like all of the rule rule zero literally states that every rule in here is meant just as a guideline and you should check with the people you're playing with and the stores you're going to play at to find out if they have any house rules or anything like that there we go that's literally what it's there for which is like that is the commander manifesto which is yeah. do what other people around you want to be doing exactly like yeah that's the thing it's like if if everybody around you is playing cutthroat competitive commander you should be playing cutthroat competitive commander if everybody around you is playing jank kitchen table commander decks you should be playing jank kitchen table commander decks and if you don't like either one of those don't play with them yes like i'm sorry but that's just like the reality of it so yeah. <laughs> there's our commander section for the for yes. this episode yeah like as I said, we we beg on Commander a lot, like you know, and like the Commander Rules Committee gets it too. Like yeah. I don't think I don't think they're like crazy people who think that they need to rule this with an iron fist. Like it's just the thing that everyone else is dumb as shit. Like people don't know how to communicate expectations. Yeah, people don't know how to communicate expectations. People are just innately selfish. <laughs> and this is coming yeah i agree with you and i like <laughs> and i can understand with people and i'm the one who's innately selfish and admittedly like yeah uh, so but, yeah i don't know it's it is what it is but it's cool that they're doing it i hope it works out i honestly i honestly hope it works out yeah i also honestly hope it works out i'm legit really excited to try it like I want to do this. I want to see what they do. I hope it succeeds, and I really hope I'm not like obligated to bring my Krenko deck with me yeah. just to like do something. Yeah. So. But... Oh. All right. Two down. Sorry, I, I was just I just like picked up the stack of that uh uh crack a pack chaff and i was just rereading root cage and thinking how terrible that card is what card root cage oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah mercenaries don't untap during their their controllers untap step seems strong classic magic card i wonder if that's i don't know never all right sorry 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 back on track <laughs> something that we've already mentioned once and today and we've talked about once before but there have been some announcements to the changes on them are the promo packs that are now coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And that's these are happening in Core 2020 as well, so... Yeah, so... Minor, ch or minor thing that I don't know if we mentioned before is one out of every four are supposed to be entirely foil. 
the the whole pack is? Yes, every card in the pack will be foil. Oh, cool. Which is sweet. Uh, one out of every four of the packs is going to have one of the brand new Japanese alternate art planeswalkers. <laughs> they will only be available in Japanese. <laughs> but some people have like a massive kill boner for the art. Yeah. So, I hope I pull one just so that I can get value out of it yeah, immediately ship it <laughs> i will immediately ship it like i think that like i it's one of those things that's like i am fine that they are doing it i think they i am not particularly pleased with any of it like yeah <laughs> it's just they feel like the, the like slutty anime girl alters on ebay that you see like it's I just... would say only one of them looks like a slutty anime girl, though. They, they, one of them only looks like that, but just the whole style of it, like... Yeah. I, I had, like... So they're apparently going to come out... You're going to be seeing these arts a lot, because they're, they're going to come out with at least three of these alternate art Planeswalker arts as sleeves for Arena. Uh... And I just... I have to give props, because they're like, which three would you want to see? I have to give props to the guy who, I shit you not, I went and double-checked to make sure I was right. The three that he listed were the three uh, Planeswalker chicks with the biggest boobs. (laughs) And, like, the most overtly visible boobs. Oh, my God. Like, that man is the most on-brand person who's ever jacked off to a manga. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Just had to put that out there. All right. We so. got that out there. Like, to be fair, there are a few like that I actually wouldn't mind playing because I do actually like their art and stuff. Yeah, and like, I do like, I do like playing multiple different arts of the same card because it tilts people. I like I gain, doing that too. Like, obviously you're not into the Japanese, you know, manga artist type of Any, stuff. Anything. <laughs> but let's be honest if you open one of these i'm probably trading it off of you because who oh, else yeah. is going to trade it off of you? actually I, will... I know who, i know who would trade it off of you but okay yeah i would instantly trade it to you or ship it i'll just tell yeah. you that like it, it's one of those cards like you know how every once in a while like we'll be like opening packs or something like that and i will just like open a pack and hand you a card it would be one of those yeah <laughs> although i have to one thing that i do kind of like about this is since there's a 25 percent chance of getting one of these Japanese alternate arts, and there's a 25% chance of having an all-foil pack, that means that you have a 25% of a 25% chance of getting one of these promos in play, in foil. Okay. Which is kind of sweet. Sure. Yep. I mean, that Liliana, I think, was going for like $350 foil, so... What one? The, the Japanese one? The Japanese one. <sighs> Opening that is some cash. That is one thing I will yeah. not trade off of you because it'll take me a long time to pay off that debt. Yeah, you don't... <laughs> I just trade it to you, and then you can just be like, "Okay, here's a giant box of stuff. <laughs> here's here's all my chaff from the last two years. Sweet, knock a hundred bucks off." Like, <laughs> fair. <laughs> it would not take you that long, honestly. Yeah, it would happen have... faster than I paid you off. Well, most definitely, but. The thing is, now that you've got, now that you've paid off that debt, you've gotten most of the things that you want slash need at this point. I got a list of stuff I could get to. Yeah, probably. I got some weird stuff I'm going to start getting, but <laughs> like now I need like store credit for like the weird shit I'm trying to get. So, but that's fair. All right, and I can start filling up playsets with some weird legacy cards and stuff. 
All right. But yeah, so just to update people on the thing. So the, uh, the promo packs, um, within each promo pack, there are four card slots. Um, so it's a promo staff rare or mythic from the most recent set, a promo stamped rare or mythic from a short curated list. These lists will be public with an asterisk. Um, <laughs> uh, a promo stamped alternate basic art land and a promo and a promo card. So kind of, you know, par for the course. Um, and then that's where they say the best asterisk ever. One in four promo packs will include a War of the Spark Japanese alternate art planeswalker card. Previously found only in Japanese War of the Spark booster packs. So, but yeah, so that's some uh, pretty cool. But yeah, I'm mean, I'm down for it. It's sweet. I'm fine with it. Yeah, and one four will include all foil contents. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the pack. Oh, it says the the packs will be clearly identifiable from the packaging. Yeah, which is also kind of insane. Hmm. Like I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, because suddenly, like how... I kind of feel, I like the god pack thing, you know. Yeah, like, I don't like that they'd be clearly identifiable, because that's abusable. Yeah. Like, sketchy stores can just crack the clearly identified packs. Yeah. Right? But like, sketchy, sketchy stores are gonna sketch. Like, yeah, I, no I get that, what right? You, no matter what you do, like, they were, they're gonna do something crappy. I mean, and then it's just our job to report them and get their WPN revoked and put them out of business. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Like giving them out is gonna be weird because I kind of like like the way our store does it is like he just like gives you a bunch of like he sh fans out a bunch of face time magic cards and you pick one at random. Right? I like that. Like that's how he does it. So yeah, yeah like, you can't pick your promo anymore. Random cards are random. Yeah. So like if the packs are marked, you can't really do that unless they're yeah. marked like the. War of the Spark Mythic or the the Mythic Edition booster packs, in which case they're marked, but they're marked underneath the flap, so you have to oh, actively yeah. flip it up to look at it. Yeah, like you know, and then it says all foil or something like that. Mm -hmm. I would be fine with that kind of marking. I wouldn't yeah. like if it was like literally on the front page. It's like like the, pack, the pack is foil. blaze orange, all foil. Yeah. yeah, like that would be a bit sketchy. I would not be a fan of that. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm sure it'll be fine either way. Yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, it, uh, we we might have to talk about some of this stuff like a while after this all goes live because I'm really curious to see about it. Like, you know, honestly, like the pre-release thing, the pre-release at 3 p.m. on Friday, like that. I can I feel like our check-in would be just like, yep, it was exactly as we expected. It's sweet. Like, but the other two, like I feel like those are ones we almost like need to postmortem a little bit and be like. This is how the commander thing felt the you know after a couple times and like this is how the promo thing felt after a season like or the pat the this, promo packs or whatever but this is how Watsy caused riding in Boston. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, they'll pick up pitchforks and torches for no reason. So yeah, but all right, all right. So now this is this 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 is where we put you on you on the I don't even know what I was going to say about this like I completely forgot but like so I, I think this just stems from my uh, thing with like War of the Spark uh, so War of the Spark gets on Arena Yep. it has sealed and yep. traditional draft and no quick draft so I 
you know, did my free sealed. Um, I think I did like three seals or something like that because I managed to win enough gems in the traditional draft I did or not. Yeah, the traditional draft I did for free from the pre-release and then like the accidental Ravnica Allegiance draft I did because I thought quick draft would be or the ranked draft would be um, War of the Spark also. Um, and so like I finished up all that and I have, I'm sitting on like 15k gold. I can do three three rank drafts, and I'm like, I'm not just going to do anything. I'm not going to do anything till where this part comes out because I just don't want to play best of three. Like I think I had enough gems to buy into best of three, and I'm like, like this just sucks. I don't want to play best of three. Like I want to play best of one because I just want to play some games really quick and have fun and enjoy this. Like, and it just really annoyed me that they didn't put it out at the same time, but. In my so, I don't know how your opinion are is, is is with best of one versus best of three. Like, what are your, like how how do you feel about that? Like, I play arena way more than you, which is ridiculous, but but I put way more money into the game than you have <laughs> by magnitude, <laughs> by like a magnitude of a hundred, like no joke. Only a hundred. Uh, I put five bucks in, so that would be like five hundred bucks, right? Only a hundred. Oh my god, you are f***ing disgusting. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I put at least two hundred and fifty into just War of the Spark. Oh my god, like, why? Why do you exist? <laughs> to make people like you feel better about themselves. Like, so in one of the like mobile games I played, one of the mobile gacha games I played, like there's this thing where it's like you do something every day and like over the month, like you build up on this track and like get rewards as you go along. Uh -huh. Well, if you spend 10 bucks, you get to unlock like the second track and you get like better rewards also. Uh -huh. And like you can wait to the end to see if you complete all the goals and then spend the 10 bucks and get everything retroactively too. Uh-huh. And I'm like, God, I'm like, I think I might actually spend that 10 bucks. I'm like, I feel really bad wanting to do it, but I think I might actually do it. And like, I don't feel bad at all anymore. Like, <laughs> nah, like I, was, man. I was literally agonizing over this. I'm like, oh my God, this is like 10 bucks. I don't want to spend 10 bucks in a mobile game. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, so I spent $250 on War of the Spark uh, on Arena. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm shaking my head at because you easily bought... spent that more. I bought three actual boxes. Oh my god. And I went to three pre-releases. <laughs> You're a bad person. <laughs> I know. To be fair, though, like, for your physical purchases, you have a lot of collecting you need to do in this set. I do, because, dear god, is there a lot of Planeswalkers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are legit standard playable. Yeah. Narset is seeing play in vintage. What? Vintage. Vintage? In, and legacy. Gosh, so you need to get a playset of an uncommon. Have fun with that one. Oh, I might have to. Well, I already need a playset of an uncommon, so I'll have fun with that one. <laughs> but I'm uh You don't need a playset of Liliam's Triumphs. I do not. I still don't know how you got those, but I am thankful. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't look too deeply into it. I'm I won't. <laughs> that's, a, that's a long walk out into the woods for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, I already put them in my deck too. So yeah. Um, so yeah, but Narset yeah. is legit seeing play in Legacy, which is awesome. That is awesome. Like is like this set could just be called Eternal Masters. Yes. Like you have Bolas of Citadel, you have Liliana's Triumph, you have Narset, I guess. Like, <laughs> dude, you know what seems really bad when you have a Narset in play? What? When your opponent has a Narset in play? Brainstorm. <laughs> True. True. So here's the thing, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go off a tangent. I don't even remember what our original topic is. Uh, our original topic was is that we can literally take anything and make it an hour-long podcast. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's the thing about Narset. Is Notion Thief saw actual legacy play as like a one or two of, ex- like commonly in sideboards. Uh, I spicy biscuit boarded Notion Thief in multiple decks. Yeah, because A... It hoses Brainstorm, so it's actually good in fair matchups. Yeah, it is. It's a 3-1, which is actually a relevant stat line. And you can pitch it to Force of Will. <laughs> which is actually ridiculously relevant. Yeah. So here's the thing about Narset. Yep. She costs one mana less. <laughs> in one she, doesn't, she doesn't have a body. Yep. Which means she's harder to kill. Yep. And she's basically dig through time. <laughs> okay. I'm only being slight, slightly hyperbolic with that statement. I mean, this is this is less hyperbolic than you know, pin to earth is terminate. So we'll take it. <laughs> I mean, I've argued that shore crawler is is like legit treasure cruise before, but no one bought it. <laughs> 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 but like Narset is really really good in legacy if you can cast her yeah hmm. Hmm. like right. this is the this is the format that jace the mind sculptor at actually sees play in yeah because he can resolve him and do good things with him god I love narset legacy. doesn't need to be that good to be good yeah especially when the most powerful card in the format is a one blue instant that says draw three cards on it. yeah right like <laughs> man that's yeah that's wild I, I, th- this set is so cool like like even if the draft format like and we we were discussing this is like who has the best bomb and can get it out like this set is so awesome and sealed in this set is sweet i don't even care what anybody says i have loved sealed so far uh, in general everything about War of the spark is just good like it's a ridiculously high-powered format yeah, but the thing about being so ridiculously high powered is like there isn't really aggression going on. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to have an aggressive curve out. Yeah, I'm r- noticing that with my latest draft deck. <laughs> Marshall Sutcliffe made the statement that he legit thinks that D Spark might be better than Obnixilus's Cruelty. Huh. When have you ever heard someone say that? Bone sh- bone shards might be better than murder. Yeah, because that's bone, tantamount bone to what he's saying. Yeah. I Sorry, mean, yeah, bone splinters. Or he's saying like, what? Insert five meter removal spell here in black. That's that common at sorcery yeah. speed is better than, you know, two mana two mana kill a creature. Basically, like yeah. the thing is, the funny thing is, is though that minus five minus five doesn't kill creatures. It doesn't kill a lot of them. No. It does kill a lot of them. It does, but it doesn't also, like... 
and the thing is a lot of the a lot of the battles the creatures aren't the important thing there's yeah. a lot of planeswalkers the plane like the planeswalkers are super important which is you know an obvious thing but like it's it's what like soren's thirst is like borderline unplayable I have yet to put one in a deck, and I'm not bothered by that. Yeah, like, I had two in my pre-release pool, and I am kind of regretted it. Yeah, I I think it's almost always, like, my second-to-last cut, but I always yeah. wind up cutting it. Because I, I look at my pool, I'm like, I'd rather play a D-Spark. Yeah, it's just a weird format. Like, I don't know. Like, I think I'm still figuring it out as part of the problem, but... Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting, and I'm actually... Like, the funny thing is, is like I did, I've done one quick draft so far for Roar of the Spark and went like 2-3 and I started up another one and had to concede my first game because my child did not want to nap um, but I, I even on turn 3 when I conceded I'm like yeah I don't think I would get anywhere with this game anyways uh, but like I, I'm not doing well but I'm still like man I want to draft this set and figure it out yeah. Like, it's really, like, it's a weird thing, but... This set does actually make me want to play it. Unfortunately, yeah. it doesn't make me want to play it enough. Yeah. Like, I'm not... I have yet to do a draft at the store outside of Draft Weekend. But yeah. I did really enjoy Draft Weekend. I have... I am haven't, like, just had the urge to play Magic at home. Because I've yeah. been building standard decks. Yeah. So, like, you know, my, my normal allotted, like, this is, like, Magic Dirtle time has been built dirtling built or yeah. has been spent dirtling building decks instead of down here playing yeah i think i'm like two one or or maybe like three oh or something maybe i'm three one i don't know i'm something yeah in my free draft that you get from going to a pre-release so, yeah. and i just haven't really felt the urge to finish it <laughs> funny and my deck is really sweet yeah like my sealed I, like i like the seals way more and like honestly like i just want to throw gold at quick drafts so I can get enough gems to top it off and play another sealed. It's fair. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. So, well, I feel yeah. like you had something else you were going with, and I just kind of derailed it. No, I was talking about like best of one or best of three. Like best of three just sucks balls. That's all I gotta say. Like I do not like best of three on arena. I I really enjoy playing best of three in person. Yes, but only when I'm playing in a tournament. I like. I was sitting and playtesting against a friend, and I just didn't want a sideboard. Yeah, I, like I period. Hear you. Like nothing. If this, if the match doesn't matter, I don't want a sideboard. That, see, which that's is, my thing too. Which is bad for improving as a magic player. And Wait. I know it's bad, but at the same time, I just can't bring myself to care. Like I just want to play some damn magic. Yeah. Like, like I don't mind sideboarding here and there and stuff like that. Like I, I like playing sideboard games more so when they're interesting. Mm-hmm. like but like you know when like me and you like you know like the couple few times when we went to like the gp or something like that like and we'd be like oh i gotta test my legacy deck like you know i I just didn't want to bother with it because it's like yeah these are the cards they'd bring in right yep yeah cool. all right we're good let's continue on but to be fair we have ca- like played casual fun legacy games and sideboarded against each other yeah we have like it's not like we haven't but it's like most of the time i'm not like oh god i'm, I'm just 
really want to say. Yeah. I've already... I'm pretty sure that was like a curiosity thing, though, because it was like Death and Taxes versus Grixis Control. Or not Death mm-hmm. and Taxes, Death Shadow versus Grixis Control. It's like, what happens if we take out the bad cards? Yeah. Like... <laughs> How well does this go? The answer is poorly for for Death Shadow. But... <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know. I can I cannot bring myself to play sideboarder games if the games don't yeah. matter. So, so best of one is basically just the biggest quality of life improvement I have ever got with Magic. Second biggest quality of life improvement I have ever gotten with Magic. Pack Wars is the first. Well, to be fair, you can still play in like F and M's and just only play best of one. <laughs> if I if I had Snake as my deck, I would still do that. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just like, oh, yeah. As I said with that deck, guys, we got we got to bring it back around. Uh, uh, but yeah, so like, I don't know. Okay. Uh, that was like the fastest derail ever of a thought that I've ever seen. It was kind of it was yeah, actually sorry. <laughs> I had I had something come up that I had to I had to look at here. Um, yeah. The personal things, but yeah. So, um, I don't know. I'm good here, man. If you want to wrap this up. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, if that you want to uh, shoot us a message, send us some feedback, you can sh- uh, send it to thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. You can find all that good stuff, um, as well as all of our episodes, link to the Discord, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, at thelocalmeta.com. John, anything? any last words? Nah, I'm good. Cool. Solid. Yep. Magic's still sweet. Yep. It will continue to be sweet until everything explodes. Accurate. Cool. All right. Well, until everything explodes, we'll catch you next time.